In the name of the loving, life-giving, and liberating God, who is Blessed Trinity. This Sunday we hear that God is the Good Shepherd. First in the voice of Psalm 23, which so many of us know so well. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. This psalm is a favorite of many because it speaks of the caring guidance of God and God's presence in our lives, even and especially in the valley of the shadow of death. This is certainly the reassurance we have needed in this past year and honestly, at all times. God does not leave us in the hard times. But more than that, Psalm 23 confirms that God ultimately desires to lead us into green pastures and besides still waters. Many believe that the God of the Old Testament is somehow different from the God revealed in Jesus. But our God has always been the same. Far from being a vindictive God who visits suffering upon us or smites us when we do wrong, God is actually a shepherd lovingly guiding the sheep, especially when those sheep end up in the valley of the shadow of death, because God wants something better for us. God does not cause our suffering, and God does not leave us in suffering. God's desire is to bring us to a place of rest. We see this echoed in the person of Jesus, who is both God and human, Jesus picks up the imagery of God as the shepherd found here in Psalm 23, but also throughout the Old Testament, and particularly in the prophets. Jesus was not drawing on a metaphor that would be unfamiliar to the Jews. In fact, he was picking up a metaphor which had been well-developed and adding to their understanding of it. In our gospel, Jesus speaks of laying down his life for his sheep. Not only would Jesus be a guiding presence to his sheep, but Jesus expands the metaphor to tell us that he also intervenes and places himself between us and our suffering. He does this specifically by releasing us from the bonds of sin and death, showing us that we do not have to play by death's rules, that these negative powers, in fact, have no power over us. And having done that, First John then expands our understanding even further. Since we know that God is the good shepherd who guides us, and further that God in the person of Jesus lays down his life for the sheep, so we, the sheep, having observed the actions of our God, must follow in God's footsteps. First John calls us to lay down our lives for one another, just as Jesus laid down his life for us. For how does God's love abide in anyone who has the world's goods and sees a brother or sister in need and yet refuses to help? We who live in the abundance of God have a responsibility to help when we see a need. God, the Good Shepherd, is our source of comfort and strength. But God is also our teacher. Having given us comfort and strength, having freed us from the cycles of violence and death, showing us the path to walk in the cycle of love, we are then expected to walk that path. We do not simply arrive, but become part of the cycle that extends love to others. We do not simply step out of the cycle of death and violence and call our work done. 
we must also live into the cycle of grace and love. And First John does not mince words. We are to lay down our lives for the good of the sheep, just as Jesus laid down his own life. We do this knowing that our life is held in God and that nothing can be done to separate us from God. But that does not mean it's an easy prospect all the same. Just as God has loved and cared for us, so we are to love and care for others, even to the point of laying aside our lives. Because death does not rule us anymore. Love does. First John likes to restrict this love to the body of believers, to their own brothers and sisters in Christ, but Jesus holds no such notion. He tells us that he has other sheep who do not belong to this fold, and he must bring them also. At the time this gospel was written, the other sheep were surely the Gentiles who had begun to be added to those who followed Jesus. But I am sure that this continues to include those we would never expect. God's grace has always been much wider than we could ever imagine. And God has always asked us to expand the borders of our mind, to understand the immensity of the love God pours into the world. This means that not only are we asked to follow the example of Jesus and lay down our lives for our family present here in this congregation and in the wider body of Christ, but for all who are the sheep of God. And that designation falls on every single person in the world, for all of us are children of God. Just as Jesus died while we were still trapped in the cycle of violence and death, unwilling to contemplate a cycle of love and grace, so we are called to love all, not judging them for where they are, but offering genuine care and love, knowing that they ultimately rest in God's hands and that God loves them just as much as God loves us. We are not to be like the hired hands who desert the sheep at the first sign of a problem, but we are to be like Jesus, the good shepherd, who desires to help every single sheep of the flock and who will lay down his life to do so. It is a tall order for us, but luckily we are never asked to do anything alone. To become a Christian is to be caught up in the community of God who exists perpetually as Trinity and who is always as close to us as our breath. And though that thought is grand enough in and of itself, we are also caught up into the body of Christ, which includes all those who have followed God past, present, and yet to come. But most immediately, the body of Christ in our own place, in this very parish, where we get to experience the love and acceptance of God shared between our own family of faith. We are not a lone shepherd wandering in the wilderness, but a community of sheep who are also made shepherds together to care for all the sheep we meet every day. And we may not always have the strength to be the shepherd. Some days 
It's all we can do to be a sheep wandering in the wilderness, wondering if God will ever find us. And those are the days when the body of Christ is so important. Because we have all been lost sheep sometimes, we know how to find and comfort one another. Because we are a body of sheep turned shepherds, there should always be someone on the lookout for us when we lose our way. Our community makes us stronger than any one of us could be on our own. Our community holds us in love when we aren't sure if we're really worth loving. And that, that loving that we do for each other should be how we face the world. In the same way that we hold our Trinity family in love, we should hold the wider community around us in love. And that is a much bigger task and a task best accomplished by a community rather than by one person. So what are the ways that we can hold our wider community in the love of God? This becomes an important question as the restrictions which held back our outreach in the past year are loosened. How can we meet the community around us, many of whom are still reeling from the pandemic? How can we live out the grace and love of God on a day-to-day -day basis? Ponder these things and let's spur each other forward. We know God is our good shepherd. How can we model our own lives to reflect the life of Jesus? How can we become good shepherds right where we are? Amen.